Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and today, back again for, I don't know, how many times this has been? But it's like great. 20 or so. We've only had 11 episodes. All right, so, <laughs> you, maybe eight, I mean, nine. Maybe eight or nine. Chris is once again back oh, in yeah. the house. It's hey, Chris. Chris. How are you, Chris? I'm great, Steve. How are you? Good. You solved that issue with the house, with the the hole in the floor? It is ongoing. Well, there's no longer a hole in the floor. That's good. But it is not complete. It's not complete. We're working on our bathroom. There's much left to do. Nothing wrong with that? No. It's going to be fine. Good. It's going to be fine. Awesome. Good. Have you been getting a lot of work done over the weekends, or... Uh, I guess this is the only weekend since the last time. This is the weekend since, and uh, this weekend I put a roof on a shed. Not by myself. with With lots of help, but... Right. I, was a, I like to think I was an important part of the team. You're keeping busy. Yeah. It's a good thing we're talking about teamwork, because I feel like teamwork has to do a little bit with what we're talking about this week. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot. Um, so before we get into what we're going to be talking about this week, we just want to remind everybody that last week's episode, which was Who Would Win Iron Chef America, uh, we had Chef Carl Casper. I remembered that. <laughs> from the movie <laughs> Chef, going against... Uh, Bob Belcher. Bob Belcher. Restaurateur. And Burger Chef. Burger Chef, who sticks closely to burgers, which is fine. Very closely. This week I had a salmon burger. It was actually really good. Oh, nice. Yeah, my grandmother made it for me. Sounds good. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, so if you've not listened to that one yet, please do so. Or if you have not voted, you can also vote. The voting is going to be over later today. So listen to the episode and make sure you vote before the time runs out. I wish you could let Twitter polls run longer or re do them yeah you know what I mean because if someone's coming later on to listen they can't vote for it which kind of stinks but hey your burger it could have been called you, you better call Salman burger for you better call Sal what's that the name of that, sh- that Breaking call, Bad spinoff better call Saul better call Salman burger why because it's a it's a pun with salmon oh I got salmon. you salmon got it's it it's not great I, I know I, I understand what you mean now for a second I was I thought you were ref- like saying that I that chef, like John Favreau, was in Breaking Bad or something. So that's how I was confused. No, I was just making a pun from your sandwich. Got it. I know what you mean. That was pretty good. Yeah. And you came with that on the top of your head. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Awesome. Sometimes. <laughs> all right. So uh, before we get started, uh, Chris, you wanted to give a shout out to a fan. Yeah, as the uh, the official Twitter liaison for the Who Would Win podcast, I've been talking to uh, Hugh Harley on Twitter. He seems like a cool guy. He tweeted me that Bob also makes paella, which I totally forgot about. Mm-hmm. And it made me remember that Bob also makes a lot of Thanksgiving food. He's big on Thanksgiving, which I totally forgot about. So, not just burgers. Right. And then he tweeted us an idea for a show. Yeah, he did. That I thought was like, I don't know, a little, I don't know, not as family friendly as sometimes we shoot for. So I told him that. And he tweeted me back another idea. And I don't know if he was kind of messing with me because I like said, oh, family friendly. So he came up with like, a very G-friendly... <laughs> he tweeted me an idea. Should I say it or should I keep that secret? I'd say let's keep it secret. 
but we'll let him know that we yeah. do have it in the slate. Yep. Um, we do have a bunch of episodes already planned uh, coming up from through October, just because of what's happening. Um, but we do have the episode that he suggested to us in the slate of episodes that we're going to do. So, I also wanted to say uh, Hugh Harley seems to have a WordPress blog called Irksome Things. Okay. Uh, Irksome Things site dot mm-hmm. WordPress, and I, I I was reading through it. There's not a ton on it, and uh, one thing I saw in his description, I think he just kind of complains about topics. Okay. Which I can totally relate to. Right. And one thing he said he's going to complain about is Artemis Fowl. Did you ever read those books? I remember reading the first one when I was probably in fourth grade. I got it from that's the, about uh, right. yeah. the book fair. Remember they had the book fair and the catalogs you could order? Yeah, or yeah that's probably where I read it too. But yeah. then they, there was like a bunch of them. I used to read all of them. I really liked it. I think there was a they're making it into a movie? Yeah, I don't know about I that. I forget though. who the star of it is. It could be a good movie. Yeah, who knows? I like the books a lot, so I'm curious why, he, why they irked him. There's a whole bunch. Yeah, there are a bunch. Yeah. He had a cool butler. I remember, I remember a little bit. There so, were leprechauns. Uh, Continue uh, blogging about yeah, why Artemis fall, Fowl. Looking it's forward. Interesting to, to know. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. So thanks for reaching out to us. So if you guys want to reach out to us, uh, you know, give us a shout out or something, we can uh, give you a shout out back. We really appreciate when our listeners do that. All right. So uh, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to give us a shout out, say hi. You can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, and you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Uh, hey, Chris, what are we uh, talking about today? We have a similar fight to one we've done before in that it is in honor of Survivor uh, starting this week. We've, we're doing a Survivor battle. Yep. But this time we have chosen to do Lost Characters, the TV show Lost, uh, ABC show. Yep. From, like, uh, mid-2000s started. Yeah, I think it was, like, 04 to 2010. Yep, sounds about right. Six, like seasons. Six seasons. Six seasons. And uh, they're going to be uh, seeing how they do on Survivor. That's right. Our first Survivor episode involved Game of Thrones, which Game of Thrones episode, uh, character would win a season of Survivor. That's actually our most downloaded episode, believe it or not. Hmm. Yep. Significantly over all of our other episodes. Because Game of Thrones is really hot right now. We've got that Game of Thrones Google search result, I guess. Exactly. Um, so then, we, you know, uh, so Survivor, the new season, starts on Wednesday. And this Thursday is... Lost Day, I guess you could say. Why is it Lost Day? So it's the date when the first episode premiered, September 22nd, 2004. Oh, that's this next Thursday is September 22nd, 2004? Or, you know, September 20th. I'm just You're just being silly. 12 years ago, though. Isn't that kind of crazy to think? 12 year anniversary of Lost. Yeah. And um, that's, like, in the show's timeline, that's when the plane crashed on September 22nd, 2004. If you didn't know that the plane crashed for a show (laughs) called Lost, which takes place on an island. And and it's the pilot episode. Yeah. You feel like it's in the previews. I'm just saying, spoiler yeah. alert. Did you watch Lost live on television? Did you Not catch up later? from the beginning. No. Uh, I forget when I started. I, I was never as into it. Like, I was into it for finding out the mysteries. Yeah. Which I feel like... So I, I think Lost is a good show. Uh-huh. Interesting, well-acted mostly. But I feel like it's a little gimmicky in how they kind of, like draw you in by making everything a mystery and everything a cliffhanger and nothing makes sense and they're like better keep watching to find out and then they just I wasn't happy with all the explanations I feel like as far as like a storytelling method like purposely telling your story confusing like can work but can be a little gimmicky right just my opinion I know J.J. Abrams who co-created Lost is big into what's called the mystery box and he likes having more questions than answers 
with the things he makes, and I know he did that when he made like The Force Awakens, because there are all these questions like who were raised parents, um, you know, um, other things like why was she what, on Jakku? Why was she on Jakku? Has Luke been there the whole time? Spoiler, Spoiler alert. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's just like those kind of things. So I'm okay with it to an extent. I didn't watch Lost at first. I didn't start watching it until after it was already over. A lot of my friends tried getting me to watch it, and I'd watch the first couple episodes, and I'd be like, Polar Bear, Tropical Island, this is stupid. Smoke monster, it was what? And I really, I look after I watched it again. I, I went back. I apologized to everybody that I said it was stupid because I really did enjoy it. And, me too. And, I enjoyed it. And since you know we really, we haven't watched it since you know it ended really, and I watched it right yes, after it. It's ended. been a long time. I I hardly remember anything. doing all this research. We got really interested in it again. Like oh, we forgot about this person and that person, and oh, this uh, flashback and this storyline, how they're connected here and there, and all that good stuff. So it really is a good show. So if you haven't watched it. Definitely check it out. It's on Netflix, all six seasons. It's definitely a hefty watch because it's 40-minute ep- episodes. Yep, it takes like, a while. And uh, I will say the last season, very controversial. It uh, is. Polarizing. I mean, if and if we can talk about it, too, as we go on. I don't think it's... I actually liked it. I like it, too. But I, I think we might be in the minority for season six. I think it's clear-cut as to what the ending is supposed to Me be. Me, too. I think I think it's purgatory, and then they all die, and they all go to heaven together. That's how I took Where, it. Uh, I mean, I think that's pretty much the common consensus. Uh, some people think that they were dead the whole time, which I disagree. I don't think so, but I think it was. I think it was good. I yeah. liked it. Okay, I really liked it. All right, so, uh, what, so we got Survivor. No, Survivor with Lost characters. Who do we have on this season of Lost Survivor? Oh, we started to talk about that, and we realized there were just so many characters, which is like. We'll just make it a free-for-all. Yeah. We started going through some of the major characters. And the and problem maybe... with losses is that there's not one real major character. I guess you no, could argue Jack, I, I but I think there the are some time... that are major, but yeah. not... There's a handful, like uh, Jack Shepard, Steve mentioned, uh, the doctor from the original Flight 815 crash. He's in a lot of episodes, a very likable guy, kind of the de facto leader of the, yep. the lost people. Yep. I always liked Jack. He's my favorite. I have no problem with Jack. And then you have, I mean, you have so many other, like, great characters. That's the thing. There's not just one great character on this show. You have your Kate, your yeah, Kate, Kate, James Kate Austin. Uh, Ford, also known as Sawyer, your Charlie, everyone loved Charlie, Hugo. Hurley, everyone loves Hurley, yeah. Hurley, that's it. Uh, Shannon, Boone, Rose, Bernard, Michael, Walt, um, Ben Linus, Mr. Echo, uh, Desmond, Faraday. Son and Jin. Son and Jin. Epic uh, love story there. Uh, Claire. Um, What's her name? The Juliet. You Juliet, know, it's just yeah. like all these wonderful, wonderful characters. It's just impossible for us to pick ten that would just be perfect on Survivor. So we're gonna say that it's, it's kind of like the show itself. It's just kind of a free for all, and just, all these people are stuck on the island. Maybe like the show, some of the characters show up halfway through the season of Survivor. Right. They realize, oh yeah, also this person was here the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> and then the fans react negatively, <laughs> and then they just kill them off, or <laughs> they go home because they're sick or something. Yeah, and we also some other characters very important to the plot of Lost, uh, but also show up later in the seasons. Uh, Jacob and the Man in Black. That's right. I don't think they show up until maybe my guess would be season five, if not season six. Possibly, I, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But it's towards the end. And yeah, and they may have like, I mean, the sh- the smoke monster showed up in like season one. And he wasn't the very first episode. That was the Man in Black? So right, we didn't I, know what they the just, they just didn't know what they were doing. It was just a. Do you remember the sound effects from the smoke monster? It was like a train. With yeah, like, it, was it was like clicking woo. sound. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty good. Thank you. It was just a weird. I thought it was a weird sound effect. Yeah, that wasn't explained properly to me. How did that smoke monster make that sound? And yeah, how did the man turn into the smoke monster? 
Um, I can buy that. I mean, it's just a, it's a supernatural being who can become a smoke monster. It sounds like a... But why does he make those sounds? I need to know. I'm sure there's something in the Lost lore. If any I, Lost fans out there know, I don't know. Tell us. I feel like Lost left a lot of open questions. They did. There's uh, When I was doing research for my character, and we'll get to that, at the very bottom there was like an unanswered question section on Lost Wikipedia, so I'm assuming that that is for every character. Mm. You can go and find lot, uh, unanswered questions. I think I saw them, too. Yeah. There's tons. Which, okay. you know, I feel like they were kind of... I don't want to say they were making up as they were going along, but it kind of seems that way sometimes. It did seem like that to me, too. But, you know, give them credit. They wrap most of it up, so... But some people disagree, yeah. which is fine. I can understand why they think that. So, all yeah. right. So, you guys, I'm the... I said, hey, let's get right oh, in it. All right, let's do it. So, before we get into the two people who we think would win Survivor, we're going to do what we did during our Game of Thrones Survivor episode, and we're going to kind of go through a little bit of the traditional Survivor tropes first immunity idol win, first person to get voted off, those kind of things. So the first pers- the first uh, subject we have is the first person to get voted off. Uh, so I have you- chosen uh-huh. uh, Shannon, Shannon Rutherford. Um, you may or may not remember her, because I don't know how long she was even in the show. I think she was only on for a season. Oh, we actually have so that. We do have that. We had some... Uh, we have. It's from the Wikipedia. It tells us all the main characters and how long they were on the show for. Yeah, we, we had a researcher for this episode helping yeah. us out. Shannon... Big shout out to there her. There she is. She was a main character for seasons... Seasons one and two. One and two. And then she did come back for season six. Yeah. And had some flashback appearances in season three. So anyway, I don't know. Not the most important character. Yeah. She was a dancer. She was also a stepsister to Boone. Yep. Some people like, some people don't. Um, a little bit of a relationship with Saeed, but other than that, kind of uh, lazy. Yeah. Kind of didn't help that much laying around. I think there were episodes where she was like sunbathing, yeah. stuff like that. She's kind of that traditional preppy blonde yeah. girl who just kind of didn't care about anything. I feel like she had a little bit of a redemption story when she met Saeed. Like, I think she started to care a little bit. Because Saeed, I think, if I recall, it's been a while, but I think Saeed was trying to get her to try to care about other people, mm-hmm. because Saeed did care for other people. Um, so, yeah, I can totally see her getting voted off. Just the laziness. She's going to be the survivor character that just doesn't help with anything. People resent her for it. She probably isn't great in challenges. Right. If your team loses the first challenge, you're like, let's cut this dead weight. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I agree with that. Who'd you have? I had... Nikki and Paolo. Oh. <laughs> so this is kind of like a cheap answer. The, the faded lovers of, of Lost. Because if, if you ask most diehard Lost fans who are their least favorite characters, they're most always going to say Nikki and Paolo. They were in the first two seasons, I believe. Um, but they had a f- one flashback episode in season two. And they might not even be on the. On the uh, list I have them have as a, just in season three. Oh, just season three. Okay, so just season three. So they appear only in season three. So everybody, mind you, the show's been going on for three years now, and this episode just says, "Hey, these two people have been on the island the whole time, and you didn't know it." Which I can kind of understand because if you have like a hundred people on an island, it's hard to focus on all of them the entire time. But then there's this flashback where they had their own TV show that was like a cop crime drama or something like that and everybody hates this episode it's one of like the worst lost episodes next to like the jack tattoo episode or something (laughs) so i would definitely think they would get voted off since the fans of lost hate them in general um and so they'd probably be hated on survivor as well exactly that was kind of my logic it's a hateable couple exactly usually eliminations are single 
but you're saying they just they just they're just like you know what we hate we you. need to do a double elimination yep. just get both of you Jeff out would of love here. it he would love the drama the like first whoa. time first on Survivor that's right you're a double so you're saying that you're gonna vote two people off and they're all gonna say yes Jeff that is correct that is correct all right after wait the, okay just as a, an aside or sure. as a finishing up. You should say real quick how Nikki and Paula died, or Nikki and what was his name? Nikki and Paulo. How they died in the show. What can happened you, to can, them? Can you honestly remind me? Don't they oh, die oh. in a ditch or something? Yeah, they they were uh, they were bit by like a spider. Okay, that like paralyzed them. Yeah, but they weren't actually dead. So they they, they, they everyone else thought they were dead. Right, they were buried alive. I do remember. And that. I think they had stolen a bunch of diamonds. Yes. So they yes. were buried with diamonds in their pockets yes. or something like that. I do remember that too. I forget. I forget where they got the diamonds, but it, I don't think it was on. The I think it up. paid in their flashback. There was something going on with the diamonds. Yeah, some. It wasn't like legit. But. Like we're saying, it's so <laughs> immemorable. You can just forget about it. All you remember is we, Nikki yeah, Paul we, awful. We couldn't be bothered to find out what actually happened to them because <laughs> they were. Uh, we were just happy they were gone. Yeah. Okay, so after that, we have most immunity wins. You. Want, uh, I'll do mine first. Okay. I said uh, Sawyer. I said Sawyer too. Yeah, James Ford is his real name, but he took the name Sawyer. He's a very interesting backstory. Yeah, the guy who killed his. There was a con man who like conned his family or something, and his name was Tom Sawyer. That was his nickname, Tom Sawyer, like the character. And he also happens to be John Locke's father. Oh right. Yeah, man, this is just all coming back. So he wanted revenge on the con man who did his family yes, wrong. Yes, he swore, like, revenge on this So, kind of he knew his name was Sawyer or something, so he took the name of Sawyer to... That's like a child, too, right? He it was, was, I he think he was, was pretty young. He was young. Yeah. And he's just... He's, an, he's a cool guy. He's... I didn't like him at first, actually. I thought he was, like, a little rough and, like, I didn't trust him, but he yeah. ended up being, a, like, really cool... One of my favorite characters. Yeah, I like Josh Holloway. I think he's a really good actor. Yeah, and Josh Holloway seems like a cool guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, so Sawyer... He he's uh he's athletic, he's smart, quick thinking. He's gonna I think he's gonna be good in challenges. Yeah, he's gonna have no problem. I think I mean when you're looking at everybody else, like you you you'd think that Jack would probably be pretty good, Kate yeah. would probably be pretty They'd good too. Good. Um but I think I that s- I think if Sawyer's more like an outdoors type guy, yeah. Like Jack's like in a hospital, Sawyer's like, you know, living in the woods. Right. So that's I was thinking. Yeah. I think I think Sawyer would be a good pick. We agree on that one. Yeah. All right. Alright. First one to find an idol. Like hidden in the woods, you know. Sometimes you can find an idol, a hidden, hidden immunity, up in a tree, idol. hidden immunity. Exactly. I chose John Locke. I chose John Man. Locke too. All right. We don't we don't go over our answers in the. In we do the, not. We do not. We no. like to surprise each other. Yeah. Except our main one. We do know each other's main choice. So we, we can prepare our. So why did you pick John Locke? Because he's an outdoors guy. Same. Uh, and he, like he was like exploring in the woods most of the show. He was like whenever you saw a character going through the woods, they would always run into Locke doing yeah, he'd, something. He'd have his walking stick. He'd yep. Have, he'd have his knife. Have and knife. he'd be like chopping down a tree or something, or he killed going, a, hunting he killed to a kill boar. A boar, yep. He was so happy, I think, when he killed that boar. I was like, well, also because he had been paralyzed, so he like could walk again and kill a boar. He was like really happy. I remember when I saw that episode. That's where like my mind was blown with this show, and I didn't. That's where I kind of understood like, oh, this show is going to be like a really, really different show, and you're really gonna kind of get your mind blown a lot because because that entire episode, he's always sitting down in the flashbacks. But he's sitting down, like, behind a desk. Yeah, you didn't, or know. You didn't know. he's on a bus or something like that. So you never, you know, you're never thinking, why is this guy not standing up? And at the end, you see him in a wheelchair, and they're like, sir, you cannot go on this walkabout. And he goes, don't tell me what I can't do. And then you see him on the... Because in the first episode, too, you see him looking he, at his he toes. He wiggles his toes. And you're like, why is this guy wiggling yeah, his toes? Making sure his toes are all right after he crashed into a plane. Right. It's, it's so good. 
that just that attention to detail, that, just the way it throws you off. Good. That yeah, was it was good. cool. Yeah, John Locke, he was like my favorite character for the first four seasons, and then he went crazy. Oh, I didn't like him. Really? I always liked him. I just thought he was a nice guy. They always kind of had like a Team Jack, Team Locke kind of dynamic, where like man of science, man of faith, and right. I, always, I always like gravitated toward Jack, even though I think a lot of the show ended up being kind of less science-based. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, they were both right about certain things, I guess. Right, they were. Yeah. I like... And then he became the smoke monster. Well, the smoke monster... The man in black took his body. Yeah. Because they brought John Locke's dead body back to the island. Ben Linus killed John Locke. He hung him. Took his body back. Took his body back. And they put Christian Shepard's shoes on John Locke's body. What? What? Really? Why'd they do that? For some reason, I can't remember why exactly. I think it's because they needed to try to recreate the circumstances that happened on the first plane crash. Because so Christian, like, well, Christian was on the first plane. His shoes will be enough. Right, I guess. I forget. Like we said, we haven't watched this show in a while, <laughs> and we've done like so many recaps to try to remember. I just remember they put his... I think Jack had to put his father's shoes on John's body. Sure. Whatever. I, I, think. I, I mean, that sounds like lost logic to me. <laughs> it does. That allowed the man in black the kind of embodiment of evil in the show yeah. to take, take over take his body's form. body and then he didn't like take over his bo- John Locke's body like he didn't like puppet his dead body right like, John Locke's body was actually separate yes and at one point they open up the casket the, and John's body's and, there and, and they're, they're like, like oh no the other guy? right exactly what happened right that was a big moment I think was that season 6 or was that season 5 it was near the end yeah I'm gonna guess 5 maybe yeah all right, two more that we have. What are the three tribes? You know, Survivor usually have different tribes. Usually three uh, at the most, I believe. This season three is has the most. I've seen. This season has two. Yeah, I think two is the most common, probably. Yeah. Uh, so I have this one's kind of basic. I would say you'd have the others, or as Jin says, others. Um, you always have to make fun of. That's how he says it. I'm not making fun of him. That's you how he that's always how Jin... have to do an offensive Asian accent every podcast now. <laughs> oh, no, God. No. No, people, please listen to this show. <laughs> so we would have the others. We would have uh, the main uh, Oceanic Flight A15 section, which is your Jack, your Claire, your Sawyer, and everything. And then you'd have the tail section, which is another one of my favorite episodes because the entire episode shows, like, the first 60 days of the tail section because you have no idea where they end up and they're on the other Who side was in the, the tail? Do you remember anybody in the tail? The most important person that was in the tail was Bernard, Rose's husband. Because Rose knew he was still alive, she said, and everyone's like, I'm sorry, your husband's most likely di- dead. And because they haven't, no one saw the tail section, nobody saw anybody from the tail mm-hmm. section, and she had this faith that, no, he's not dead, he's not dead, and he was not dead. Okay, so, that's cool. Yeah. It's a good reunion. Who do you have? I, I had a similar thing, but I, I changed one of the teams because I thought this would be a really interesting game of Survivor. Mm-hmm. So I did the Oceanic A15, the main Survivors. Right. Uh, the others. Yep. And then supernatural beings as team number three. Okay. So we're talking like Jacob, Man in Black, maybe their mom if she's not dead at this point. Yeah. Uh, Richard Alpert, the, okay. everyone's favorite. Who can't age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, immortal being. Interesting. Uh, I think that'd be a cool team. I think it'd be an unstoppable team. <laughs> we don't we don't know the extent of their powers. Like This is true. Because like, Jacob gets killed. Jacob does get killed. Very easily. Extremely easily. Yeah. Because it's weird because... Jacob and the Man in Black, locked in this eternal struggle, good versus evil, black yep. versus white, yep. very symbolic. They can't harm each other. Right. But they can have other people do the harm dirty each work. other. Yeah. Like, Man in Black convinces Ben Linus to kill Jacob. Yeah. But then they can't... This is confusing to me, because then they couldn't kill the Man in Black until Desmond pops the uh, 
the cork at the center of the island, which makes him mortal, then Jack can kill him. Yeah. Why couldn't they kill him before that? Why could they kill Jacob, but not him? Because the writers were just trying to get an episode out for the week. Oh, man. <laughs> it might have been explained, but I don't remember. It might have been. Like we said, there's a lot of lore to this show, and especially if you haven't seen it in a long time, it's uh, confusing. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. All right, and then our last one before we get to the main fight. First one to have an emotional breakdown. Kate. Okay, I was Kate gonna say, Austin. I was going to say Claire. That was, a, I think, I had that high up, too. I was thinking Claire. Kate, I just remember Kate, like, crying, like, all the time. Yeah. She couldn't, just, like, anything that happened, crying. Yeah. Claire, always crying about and her baby. Claire did have, a, like, Where's a pretty baby? serious emotional breakdown. Yeah. Like, she became, like, a feral person. Right. And then she was gone for, like, a season, and then she came back. Like, she was missing. Yeah. Well, she was looking for a baby, I guess. She made a baby. Remember when she made the baby out of, like, sticks and stuff? Kind of. It was weird. It was weird. Everything with Claire, she's just kind of screwed up after after she has the baby, and then the baby gets taken off the island, right? Because she, Aaron, is one of the Oceanic Six. Remember? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Who raised? Did Kate raise the baby? Kate said it was her own baby. Right. Which is such a crazy lie because that she said she was pregnant on the plane, but she didn't know it, and then she had the baby on the island, or she wasn't. I forget. Like we said, it's 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 a lot to remember. Something like that, but she did. She claimed that it was her baby. Yes, she yeah. she did. They 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 chose to lie to protect the people on the island. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's what we have. Just the basic overall of Survivor. So now we're going to get into the main fight of who would win this season of Lost Survivor. So Chris, who you got? I have Doctor Daniel Faraday. Doctor Daniel Faraday. Tell me about him. Well, he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's a physicist and a former professor. A bit disgraced, but I don't know. It happens. He uh been studied studied time travel like his whole professional career mm-hmm. uh, kind of a genius prodigy math type guy yep uh, nerd for you know lack of a better descriptive term he uh came to the island um he parachuted on the island when uh that freighter came like uh, sort of the like k do you remember the name of the freighter it was like kimi kimi was leading it and it was like when miles came and charlotte yeah came. And lapidus lapidus came yeah yeah uh yeah i forget uh, he came with part of that group, and he like kind of uh, they had they had helicopter trouble. He had to jump out, so he met up with I believe Jack and Kate. I think, so, we, I think he parachuted, yeah, yeah, on he, the island. Yeah, so he, he came, but he he started off by himself, meeting up with Jack and Kate. Kind of had to earn their trust, but he was also really shady because he yeah. was like not really sharing many details. Right, had a gun and all this stuff. But that's anyway. That's how he got there. Um, he at one point after that kind of um, allies with the Oceanic guy. He kind of sides with them right. over the people he came with. Yeah. Um, he gets, he leaves the island at one point to study. He comes back. Yeah. Decides they have to uh, detonate a hydrogen bomb and then gets so, killed by his own mom. Yeah. It was a sad ending. And, yeah, the saddest part is his mom knew her whole life that she killed him. But she killed him in the past, if I'm not mistaken. In her past. In her past. Yeah, she was like a teenager when yes. she killed him. Yes. So she and he told her when he was dying that I'm your son. Right. And then she read his notebook and was like, Oh my god, he's my son. Right. And then her whole life she was like manipulating him so he'd go to the island when he needed to, including the time when he went back to the island where she knew she would shoot him. Right. Man, I feel like his mom, not a great mom. Eloise Hawking. Both parents are not good. Yeah, his, his, his dad is Charles Whitmore, who was one of the main lost uh, antagonists for probably the first half of the series. Yeah, bad uh, guy. Another awful person, too, who also has a relationship with my person as well. Uh, but yeah, Faraday, I saw a picture online, 
and it showed a picture of Daniel Faraday, and it said eighteen like or nineteen eighty seven to nineteen seventy seven or something, because <laughs> when he got killed back yes. in time. Both of our people had issues with time. Like Daniel, um, I'm sure you're going to bring this up later. He had uh, he had some problems with time and memory, and uh, he was kind of jumping in time. Well, do you want to just lead, lead this into your person? Yeah, sure. So if you haven't been able to guess already going off of my person also involves, involves time travel, mine is Desmond Hume, uh, a fan favorite. He was played by Henry Ian Cusack. Um, he do you was, know any, uh, anything else he's played? I like him. I liked him. I, I did some research. So he was in the first season of Scandal, which is also on oh, ABC. I remember. Yes. He was a lawyer. After that, he has not been in it. I think he was in one more episode after that. Uh, he's going to be in the pilot episode of the Rush Hour show that starts, I think, this week. Mm, I don't have high hopes for that um, show. Yeah, I really don't care. And he's also a uh, regular on the show on the CW called The 100. Oh, okay. I've heard some good things about it. I've never really watched I it before. I don't know much about it. I, I, I think it's just like 100 people are the last on Earth or something along those lines. Oh, I thought it was like 100 people but, like came back from the dead or something. I, it might. I don't know. I just know there's 100 it's people. One of the, yeah, something it's like it's something that. like that. <laughs> one, of the, one of the two. Um, he joined Lost in season two. Uh, the first episode, and this is like one of the coolest openings to an episode, I think, because it's the beginning of the second season, and if you remember correctly, it shows him inside the hatch, and he's like doing his the routine. Hatch. John Locke loved that hatch. He did love that hatch. And it shows him doing his routine, he's getting his breakfast, working out, whatever, doing laundry, and you see this explosion, and you think it's a flashback, because you're like, who is this person, never seen him before? And then it, there's an explosion, and you see him, like, prepping for an invasion, I guess you could say. And then it shows that he is inside the hatch. Um, so that's where he shows up. That was cool. You left out something from his routine that was really important. What's that? Pushing the... Entering the code. Well, that's true. He was he had to hit the code to stop the electric magnetic field from going off every 108 minutes. But he didn't know why. He just had... He, he just didn't know he why. Exactly. It. He just knew he had to do it, or else something bad would happen. Um, and he was also... Uh, this is one of the fun facts I'm going to say he is responsible for getting the people on the island and off the island because he's for him not hitting the button that's what caused the electric magnetic field to bring the plane down and also he's the one who was able to get the boat contact the boat with penny to get the oceanic six off the island so he's kind of responsible for both a little bit also wow that's true he has another important thing in the flash sideways season six world he was also the first one to kind of realize that yes. he was in, a, in kind of a purgatory, purgatory limbo world. And he started gathering up everyone else. Right, and saying, hey, we got to go do our thing. Oh, man, Desmond was cool. Yeah. And he was a monk, and he was a military man, and he loves this girl named Penny. And her father is a guy named Charles Whitmore, who is also the father of your guy, Daniel Faraday. So, so Desmond's love, Penny, is half-brothers with Daniel Faraday. And Whitmore hates Desmond, so Desmond tries to prove his love and win over her father's affection, so he does this boat race. And by doing this boat race around the world, he ends up being lost and crashing, and he, that he crashes on the island. So that's where I'm going to leave nice it there. Nice title drop. But, yeah, I know, right? He was lost. He was lost. So that's where I'm going to leave it there, uh, a little bit about him. So Desmond is a cool guy. I can't, he really is. I, I really like Desmond. Desmond was voted lost best character in the Washington Post oh, really? in, in 2007. So, mind you, the series was only like three years in, um, and he had more than 6,000 votes, and he was voted uh, a fan favorite. And he always had that cool saying when he'd go, I'll see you in another life, brother, whenever he would uh, yeah. walk around and all that good stuff. So, But yeah, so, so I'm picking Desmond. I think Desmond, I'm, I'm just going to go off with my arguments. He is dedicated he when he wants something he will go after it by any means necessary he wanted penny so 
he went and tried to get a job from her father, and he completely shot him, shut him down. So he goes, all right, now I need to figure out another way. Is that what happened? I thought he was willing to give him a job, but then he said, actually, I'm here to ask for your permission to marry Penny. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. So, but he didn't get the job. He didn't get the job right. at that point. So he got shot down, and he needed to find some way to win over the affection. So he was trying to get a boat so he could do the race. Does that does that make logical sense to you? Like, oh, my girlfriend's father doesn't really approve of me. I know. I'll win a boat race. Well, maybe to show... Because it's his boat race, though. It's it was, Charles, it Charles it Wedmore's boat, boat race. race. So possible if, by Charles Wedmore. So if he's able to show, hey, I can win your boat race. I'm a tough guy. You know, it's, I think it's more yeah. of like symbolism, really. Okay. Uh, so, and he crashes, like I said, on the island. So he has experienced living on an island. That's very true. That that could probably help him. But I will say your character, Desmond, also, like, had some internal struggle with, like, is he running away from his problems? Because, um, I mean, a multi-year boat race around the world seems like a bit like you're running away from your problems. Um, I don't think so. He trained really hard for it, too. Remember, he would be, he would be running everywhere. Mm. It, yeah. it, if he if he was running away from his problems, he wouldn't be training. I think he would have just jumped on the boat and just left. Well, and also he, he didn't won. even have a boat. This yeah, is true. He had to like be gifted a boat by some stranger he met. Okay. Well, you can also so, say like it wasn't the most well planned. Well, he was trying to get it somehow, and he knew that he didn't have the money to do so. And yes, he did get gifted a boat from Libby, yeah. who is another character who is another interesting person. Uh, this is one of my fun facts. He got the boat that he got was worth forty two thousand dollars. Forty two is one of the lost numbers. So you know they're always throwing the lost numbers in there. They do always throw them in there. But if you're saying that he was gifted, I mean you're looking at his your Faraday's research for his time travel. <laughs> Charles Whitmore gifted him the money to do his research for time wait, travel. Wait, it wasn't like randomly like a random gift it was like you're the most gifted physicist of our generation you should study this here's a grant like this is something that happens in the real world but like, libby saw like you there's oh you know, libby was like oh i you, realize your destiny you, as a boat sailor no you have the drive you obviously really want to do this you really love this girl and if you didn't and you didn't want this you obviously would not be trying as hard as you are so i'm going to help you out so you can accomplish your goal you have just to like admit, charles Whitmore is helping faraday you have to admit goal. though in your case in desmond's case that's a like incredible stroke of luck like there's a lot of people who have very strong feelings for people and do a lot of things to win them over they don't always meet someone who's going to give them a boat you're also not going to always be born into a family with a wealthy industrialist father who's going to gift his son millions of dollars it, it wasn't 1. like a 1. gift five million dollars in fact is that what his research grant was yeah because i'm saying this was for research this wasn't like just like a oh you're my son i'm going to give you 1.5 million correct he, might not he even, saw something in he it. might not have even known he was his son because uh, Eloise tried to hide it from him. Okay, so there, so it could be a stranger then. So he, but he's, so let's say it is a stranger. That just I'm, helps Libby. Libby saw no, the stranger. No, it says there's something in Cause, you. Because giving research grants to like gifted physicists like is something that happens in the real world. There's also things where you hear like a story about someone donating something to help somebody do what they want to do. Yeah, you hear about that because it happens so rarely that it's like a huge event. That's what loss is all about. These small instances that just happen to happen. I agree that it happened. I have, I'm not debating you that it happened. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, that's what Lost is. Like, what are the odds that that would happen? That's what Lost Very is all slim. about. Right. And that's what Lost is all about. How all so these things happen. So, to the point of Desmond's, you know, dedicated training for the boat race, part of his plan was like, oh, I hope someone, I meet someone who gives me a boat. No, that was not part of his plan. But it just happened to him because he very fortunate. There was another thing I was going to bring up to show his kind of, I don't know, wishy-washiness. Well, uh, after, I think he got shut down by Widmore... He uh, goes to buy a ring for Penny, mm-hmm. and then like changes his mind. What's the deal with that? I mean, probably wasn't ready. He and he, he knows was, he's not going to have the father's blessing. He's, who cares? 
It's Charles Woodmore. He's like a but he, he's yeah, like but a bad guy. Obviously, he wants to win this person over, and that's what lost. That's what Survivor's all about. You have to win over the people who hate you, because if you don't, then they're not going to care and vote for you. You don't when have it comes to win to over freedom. all of them. But you, if, if if you could win over like the main person who hates you, that's a huge win in Survivor. All right, maybe. Yeah. All right. Sorry, uh, we we talked a lot about that. No, no, that was a good argument from both of us. Um, yeah. So he's dedicated. Um, and like I said, he he's disciplined. He's a military man. He has faith from being a monk. Uh, and he, like I said, he has experience being on an island, which this is all about. You, the people on Survivor, they're on an island for thirty days. That is important. And Desmond has been on an island for numerous. I don't know exactly the time. In a nice cushy bunker. I feel though. like it's been at least a year. A bunker looked pretty nice. This is true, but he wasn't like immediately brought to the bunker. If I yes, he was. Was he? I'm pretty sure his boat crashed, and Kelvin, the guy who found him, just dragged him to the bunker immediately. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, you Cause, come cause here!" Because he was wearing like the radiation suit, and he's like, "You might have been exposed." And then he made him like take a vaccination himself or something like that. Yeah, he had to do that every. I think it was nine days. I was reading online. Yeah, it's not even a loss Maybe number. What's the deal? Maybe it was eight. It was. It was nine. It was nine. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They dropped the ball on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, they really did. So, what do you got for Faraday? Well. Faraday isn't going to have the natural survival skills of someone who's been on an island for a while. Okay. But he did, like, survive on the island. He did live on the island for a while. So, like, he's capable of it. But, I mean, okay, so did Desmond. When right. Desmond was out of the hatch, he was able yeah. to live, too. Oh, I, I don't debate that. Part. Okay. All right. So, in Faraday, in, first of all, he's, like, kind of a nice, polite guy. I, I used to call him a nerd. He's a scientist. You know, I'm going to compare his story arc on the survi- on Survivor to, like, a John Cochran type. Okay. Uh, John Cochran was like a very memorable survival contestant, survivor contestant. He uh, he was kind of a big nerd, pretty awkward guy, and kind of funny though. I I see a lot of similarities between him and Faraday. Okay. Um, the other thing we should say is our characters are are pretty connected to each other. Yeah. So it would probably be in our best interest to work together until the end, right? And then try to see who wins over the jury. Because uh, there's something in Survivor or in Lost, I'm sorry, called a constant. Yep. Which basically, if your consciousness is traveling through time, you need some constant in all those time periods to kind of not go crazy, to keep you grounded. And Daniel Faraday's was Desmond Hume, and Desmond Hume's was Penny, who is wow. Faraday's sister. But Faraday is the one who gave Desmond that idea. Yes. Yes. Faraday figured He's, out. He constant. said, "You need to He's have like, a constant. Have a constant. Right." Um, what else I got about Faraday? So he, he came as part of this this vessel led by Kimi. Charles Charles Whitmore sent these people, I believe, to capture or kill Ben. I think capture Ben Linus. Yes, they had some past yeah, history. I what that is Ben Linus had had exiled Charles Whitmore. They were originally part of uh, Dharma. Mm-hmm. Ben kind of hostile takeover, yep. killed his dad. Yeah, exiled Whitmore. So I think Whitmore kind of always wanted revenge. So right. He sent them to get to get Ben. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Faraday was like big on that like mean type of we got to capture this guy stuff. Like, cause he, I think he eventually sided with the Oceanic people and kind of joined their side. He, um, him and Charlotte, who he kind of was in love with, went to um, shut down a station that could release gas that mm-hmm. they were worried they were going to use. So, like, I feel, I feel like that's a pretty brave thing to do. Like, Faraday isn't the most like physically skilled person, so for him, like. Yeah, he was taking a risk, and I respect that. Okay. I think he, I think that would help him in Survivor. That kind of personality. Oh, that freighter was called Kahana. By the uh, way, you did say a K. I think, you, or did you say G? Yeah, K. K. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm going to point out is 
because of all of his time travel through his conscious, your guy has some issues with memory loss. Well, he did until he went to the island. Okay, so the island got rid of his memory loss? Yeah, so he, he was real bad. He was uh, real bad. So, Daniel Faraday had been researching time travel. He invented a machine that could transfer your consciousness through time. Right. And like all great scientists, he tested it on himself. Uh, I'm just kidding about that one. <laughs> and it created a lot of side effects for him, including uh, memory loss. So he was kind of like, I don't know, a shell of a person until uh, Whitmore and then his mother, Eloise, came to him and said, you should go to this island. You'll probably be cured. The island has magical powers like that. It does have magical powers, allowed, including uh, electromagnetic powers and time travel powers. It let Jin and Sun conceive a baby where no baby has been conceived on the island before that. Right. At first, it uses its powers to keep people from having babies. And then it's like, these people can have a baby, though. Exactly. Because they were trying really hard, and I guess they were worthy. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Claire had her baby, too. But she was already pretty pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant when she got there. Yeah, that's true. You were saying, oh, so his memory problems, yeah. He he did have memory problems, but the, he was he was cured on the island. And like your character, we both have some uh, time-traveling kind of consciousness-traveling abilities. Like, yeah. They could help both of us, really. Like, we might know future events before they happen. We might know where an idol is. We might know oh, what yeah. an event is going to be. So that yep. kind of is like a wash for both of us. I feel like we should team up on Survivor. Like, we should be an alliance. Right. And then just see how it works out in the end. And then just kind of... So let's say that happens. Let's say that happens. Good point. We are in agreement that we would... We would, we we would probably be the final two. We'd be in alliance. We'll be in the final two. Who would be, be the third person? Oh, wow. Good think? good question. Yeah. Um, probably a girl. I don't know if it'd be a strong girl. Maybe maybe like a girl who maybe stayed more under the radar. Might be like a Juliet. Maybe Juliet. I don't think it would have yeah. been a Kate. I, don't, I think Kate might have been... Not a Claire. Yeah. Danielle Rousseau. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Juliet. I think Juliet's a good choice. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, so say we are the last two people on the island. Mm-hmm. Or on the, the final to get yes. to the win, win survivor. Uh, that's where Desmond's ability to win over his enemies would come into play. He works very hard Wait, to do that. Did he win over any enemies, though? He tried winning over Charles Whitmore. He never got the full opportunity to because I believe he was killed. So... How did Desmond die? Desmond, I'm talking in, um, I'm talking Whitmore dying. Oh, oh okay. Um, I don't remember how Desmond died. No, I think at the very, very end of the show, like when they're doing like the Flash sideways stuff, I think he is one of the people that we still see alive, if I'm not mistaken. Who, Desmond? I think so. Because he helps Jack do something with the heart of the island. Yeah, he, oh, maybe that's how he dies. He, I, he, think, um, I think that's what it is. He, uh, so he dies admirably. He like uncorked it, metaphorically. I think so, I think so. yeah. So, but Desmond would be able, that's where, you know, he, you know, he would say, hey, listen, you know, I know I, you know, you don't like me. I may have voted you off a couple weeks ago. I may have screwed you over with this alliance or that alliance. I may have not pushed the button and caused your plane to crash. Exactly. Uh, But I've worked hard to do this, 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 and this, and to show you that I am a hardworking person. I'm trying to earn your respect. And I think that's why you should vote for me. Because, you know, at the end of the show, they have to make their case as to why they should win Survivor. Exactly. So I think that would really, really help him. I, I think that's a fair point. Like, Desmond is a super likable guy. Yep. Um, one thing I'll say against Desmond, he probably is, has an alcohol problem. He's often drinking. On the island? Uh, 
Because I don't think that would help. That would hurt him because there is no alcohol on this island. Except Maybe he'd for the little... win an immunity challenge and go a little, <laughs> a little crazy <laughs> on right. the uh, is, wine or something. Is that, is that? I guess no. That is you can win alcohol. They, they, I've seen yeah, him have like right. beer yep. or wine. Yep, yep, yep. So he was often drinking in flashbacks. He was. Uh, he. I think that's why he got kicked out of the monastery because he drank their monastery wine. Right. And they're like, Maybe yeah. I don't know if that's a fair. I don't know if that's a fair argument that he would get drunk and. Uh, okay, it's possible. I mean, he seemed like he possibly had some anger, like quick temper issues. He did. Um, so when he did kill the guy who he was originally on the island with, uh, Kelvin. Kelvin. He killed. That's because Kelvin was like. Psychotic. Kelvin was being a jerk about this. Kelvin was pretending to go outside in his radioactive radioactive suit, whatever yeah. those are called. He would then take it off and fix Desmond's boat that he was planning to steal. Yep. So one day yeah. Desmond followed him and killed him. And killed him. He kind of, in anger, he bashed his head on a rock. So I don't know. Faraday? I, th- I think Faraday's like a nicer guy. Like, he, you might describe him as like a sweet person. Okay. He really cared about Charlotte a lot. He did a lot for Charlotte. Desmond really cared about Penny. He did a lot to get to, for Penny. <sighs> okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And he ends up with Penny in the end, and they do have a kid together, who they name. I don't know if you know this or not. And I, only, I only remember this because I was looking up Desmond. Is it Aaron? It's Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. That's Charlie. Right. Aaron Charlie. was like Charlie. Uh, Aaron was Claire. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Charlie. Yeah, they were they were friends, right? Charlie, um, Charlie and Desmond. Yes, because De- Desmond was the last one to see Charlie alive, because that's when one of oh, the famous yeah. parts was not Penny's boat written on his hand. Yeah. Um, and, and Desmond, Desmond kept seeing future premonitions of Charlie dying, exactly. so he kept saving him. Yep, he tried to stop making sure things wouldn't happen to Charlie, and unfortunately, it didn't play out. Because yeah. Charlie still I mean, ended up dying. Destiny, you can't you can't change that's destiny. What, that's right? what kind of loss is all about. At one point, Faraday thought you could change it. He he, he tried, mm-hmm. and then his mom shot him. Yeah, so he never really got to see if that was possible or not. Right. They did eventually detonate that bomb like he wanted. The hydrogen bomb. Yeah. Yeah, and then it brought the island back in time to oh, the present day to, I don't know and that's when Juliet died and I th- so this that part was confusing to me I think that maybe is when a lot of people died I don't know I, yeah, that's why I don't know how how come how come Juliet died but it's, everybody else survived uh, and went into the uh, future I know, I know we'll have to rewatch it I'm sure they Ugh. they address it somehow so anyway going off of our our final final scenario yeah we, go ahead we, our allies we make to the final three we're arguing a case for the jury so I'm trying to paint um, Faraday is kind of a John Cochran uh, mirror. Okay. Like he's he's gonna be similar in how he plays the game. He's gonna like he's not gonna be a like a physical threat, but he's gonna win challenge some challenges when he needs to. He's gonna be a nice guy. He's gonna be helping people, making making funny scientist jokes, and that worked for Cochran because on his second season, Cochran, in addition to winning, he won all the votes in Final Tribal, and he had never been voted for in any. Um, Tribal councils. Okay. I think he was only the second person ever to do that. I don't think Desmond would be voted for at all either, since he's so likable. Yeah, but sometimes a likable person will, like, be a threat to win when someone realizes, like, oh, no, everyone likes him. we got to get rid of him. He's a threat. Perhaps. But maybe Desmond would be so likable that no one would say that. Oh, no. Just let him win the We won't do that to Desmond. He's he's fighting for... That's the thing, too. Maybe at the end when he gives his spiel, he'll be like, I'm fighting for Penny. And they're like, oh, God, like, all right, we got it. Oh, I don't like was, that. Well, remember there was the guy who won this past season, if I'm not mistaken, of Survivor. He said, like, at the very end that he was fighting for his kids or something. I don't know. I, sure. I, People say that all the time. I don't yeah. know. I feel like... It works. It has shown to work in the like, past. Uh, it's, a, it's like a sob story. It's like... Manipul- but, it's, but if it's a true sob Emotional story, Emotional manipulation. I mean, but if it's true, 
and you're trying to why, win a million dollars. Why does he need dollars? to play? Does he need to buy another boat or something to win Whitmore's love? First of all, he can't buy another boat because he never bought the first boat. That's, oh, right. That's Libby's don't Okay. Forget. So is he on Survivor to try to make some boat money? No, he's probably on Survivor just to... If, if Whitmore's alive <laughs> in this scenario, to tr- this could be essentially kind of like the boat race, trying to prove himself. Maybe he has his priorities wrong in his life and doesn't need to spend so much of his time proving himself to this man, Charles Whitmore, who by almost anyone's like definition is a horrible person. Correct. I'm surprised. Maybe you're... maybe focus on his personal relationship with with his own with his girlfriend Penny. But if you have this guy trying to block it the entire time, he, he wasn't, her father. I mean, he wasn't trying that hard. Penny like hated him. He like she like ran away from him, didn't she? I believe so. But would, would Faraday be trying to prove something to Whitmore? Um, maybe Faraday is trying to raise money for his uh, time travel research. There you go. That's actually that'd be a good argument too. Is if at your final council, if you were to say, "Hey guys, I'm trying to." Use this money to fund my time travel research. I would say they think it's crazy, but people on Survive on Lost went through way crazier stuff than that. Yeah, so they'd be like, "All right, that sounds reasonable." Yeah, they're like, oh, that's fine. Good luck. Yeah, they actually most of them did time travel. So they I think like, almost all of them time traveled, except yeah. for maybe Jack and the Oceanic Six. I don't think time Jack traveled. Jack did. Oh no, that's right, they did. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who was alive past yeah, season yeah. like four did. I think so. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Do you have any f- uh, final closing arguments you want to say before we wrap up? Um, I I don't. I I feel like I maybe was felt, sounded like I was arguing for Desmond a little bit, and I do I do think he's a good person. Yeah. He's a good candidate. Um, I just I saw a lot of parallels between Cochran and Faraday, and I thought maybe they'd play out similarly on Survivor. He's a, he seems like a really nice guy. Everybody's friend. Likes to help people out, and uh, he's smart. He'd be a smart player. Yeah. So, I was playing that angle. Desmond's a likable guy too. So likable guy. He's definitely dedicated. He goes after what he wants. He tries to win over the affection of people that don't like him, which is something that definitely happens in Survivor. He has experience living on an island, and that definitely will help him as well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got. And he's extremely likable, like you said. That doesn't guarantee a win, though, like you said, because if someone thinks that someone else is likable, they might try to get rid of them because they're afraid that they might completely win the game or whatnot. This has been a very amicable fight between us. We were both like... I feel like, like it's a guy like... I mean, we both picked... At first, I chose Ben Linus. I was furious. I was like, I hate Ben Linus so much. Like, Ben Linus, like, awakens, like, a deep inner hatred in me that I never... He, I'm surprised a, I have it. He's a really interesting character. There are some things he does that I like. There's some things that he does that I really what hate. He, well, uh, I'm sorry. I wish you picked him <laughs> just so we could have this argument. What did he do that you liked? Real quick. Just he was because like he loved his daughter, even though he let them he was kill a his horrible daughter. father. I know it's he's just a very interesting I character hate, because I you hate. never know what line he's walking. Like at the very very end of the show, when when Her- Hugo uh, is outside of the church with Ben, and Hugo's the last person to go in, and Hugo says, "Oh come on, Ben, come on, let's go inside." And he goes, "No, it's not. It's not for me." And he's acknowledging right then and there that, that he should not go to. That's heaven. another thing I hate about Ben. Like they tried to give him like this redemption at the end. Like, but he, he doesn't take it though. He has the opportunity to go into the church with everybody else and continue to heaven, and he doesn't accept it because he knows that he's not a good person. He should suffer eternal torture for all the things he did. He killed so many people. Right, but then at the so, end, I think he was like a sociopath. And when and when Hugo says to him. Uh, you would have been a great number one or something, and he goes, oh, and Hugo, you would have been like a great number two or something, when Hugo really takes over yeah. the Jacob role. He just does some things, I'm like, oh, God, like, I, I like him a little bit. He just does these things, and he's just a very complex character. He's always walking that line. 
I didn't even I didn't think he was complex. I thought he was just an evil, selfish character that always did. He was a good character himself. though, don't you agree? Like those are the he characters. Was good, you, he was a good villain, right? Those are the characters you love to hate, like your Joffreys. And I hated to hate him. You know, when, you didn't love to hate him. No, there was an episode where Jack was just like punching him in the face. I was so happy. I, was like, I hope he dies. <laughs> well, that's how I felt with Joffrey. Like when they were when Joffrey oh, was yeah. standing there yeah. dying, I was like, good. I I want you to die. Yeah. Hey, want some lost facts? Yeah, sure. Let's do a couple and we'll wrap up. All right. Um, I want to pick my good, pick some good ones. The uh, the pilot episode was a two part episode. It was the most expensive in ABC history at the time. I did hear that. I don't know if it still is. It cost like between ten and fourteen million dollars. Four million is like an average pilot, so pretty expensive. And it was directed by, do you know, J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams. Yeah, the, there's actually a little bit of an inter- interesting history behind the series. It um, started development in 2003 when this guy Lloyd Braun, who was the chairman of ABC, wanted to pitch a show that was a cross between Castaway and Survivor. Okay. Which is kind of funny that we're talking about Survivor. Yeah. And the, a bunch of ideas came up. One of them was Lost. Um, it it he They shopped it around. They got some writers. Uh, producer Aaron Spelling wanted, signed on to do it. They wrote a pilot script, and it was hated. They rewrote the script and hated it. So then they brought in J.J. Abrams, who had a popular series alias at the time, mm-hmm. and they're like, J.J., please help us. So he writes a script, greenlit, sounds good, um, but it had taken so much time that they were under tight deadlines, and the guy who originally started this, Lloyd Braun, got fired by ABC for greenlighting such an expensive and risky project. Well, it paid out, paid off, definitely. Not for him. I don't know no, what happened to him. That's true. Yeah, that's not. that kind of stinks. I hope he keeps it on his resume. That he helped create Lost, <laughs> as he should. Yeah, because that's that's. I was actually thinking of this. Like, what's the last pop, really popular ABC show? I guess you could argue Scandal, but I heard Scandal has gone down in in quality. I've heard How to Get Away with Murder is pretty good. I don't watch it. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch an ABC shows right now. Um, I watch. I used to watch Scandal. Anatomy on ABC. I think it I is think on so. ABC. So that's like one of the like long running shows. Yeah, Lost was kind of special. I think, but it was yeah. a special show. Yeah, it's, it was. You don't get them every all the time. Right. A couple more quick facts. Sure. Um, John Hamm auditioned for the role of Jack Shepard. Oh, wow. So we could have had John Hamm as Jack Shepard. Yeah. Um, in Lost, do you remember Claire loved peanut butter? Peanut butter? Yeah, she got oh, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. She would imagine she was dipping her fingers in a jar of peanut butter because they didn't have any <laughs> on the island, and Charlie would try to help her through her pregnancy cravings. Right, yeah, and, Charlie was know. really cool with her, yeah. Yeah. The actress who played her, uh, Emily uh, Raven. Yeah, she she is allergic to peanut butter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I was wondering what they used for those scenes. I couldn't find it. I don't know what they used for. Ah, I didn't think of that. She must have been eating something else. Maybe it was buttered, dyed Ew, brown. Gross. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I think of that. Know. Nutella. Uh, we didn't even mention the lost numbers. We alluded to them a little a bit. Little bit. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Yeah, they add up to one hundred and eight, which is how many minutes Desmond had to put that code in. Correct. You said uh, there was some relation to the $42,000 boat. Yep. Oceanic Flight um, 815. Um, that one of Des- um, Faraday's um, numbers in his equation was 2.342, 23 and 42. Oh, okay, 2.342. One of the numbers gotcha. that Desmond had to tell him back in time, even though... That's a confusing thing, too. Like Desmond was getting unstuck in time. He meets up with Faraday, and Faraday's like, I know what you have to do. Find me in the past and tell me these numbers. Right. But, like, he only knew those numbers because Desmond told him in the past. Oh. Yeah, that's really the whole time travel. Time paradox there. That's the, Those are the numbers that Hugo played to win the lottery. Yep. yep. Um, that's the numbers that were playing. Remember when they heard, like, the the radio call in the first season? They heard, like, a radio. 
yeah. transmission, and those numbers were repeating over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many. There was the lighthouse in season six, and it has numbers like one to a thousand, and yeah, the, four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, and forty-two has like the main they, characters. They names. corresponded. Jacob was trying to find candidates to replace him. And right. He had numbered them apparently randomly. I yeah. don't know how he numbered people. Yeah. I would love to know more about Jacob's past. There's got to be more. I know there's a bunch of side uh, lost episodes, like short episodes that they came out afterwards. Mm. And I know that there's some that kind of talk about the island and the Dharma Initiative. There might be some with Jacob. I'm not sure. So, any other last quick ones? Uh, no, those are my favorite ones. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, this was a fun one. I'm glad we were able to kind of correspond with two things going on this week with between Survivor yep. coming back on. We like to hit the current events. Yeah, exactly. So and I didn't. I hardly remembered anything about Lost. It was fun to go back. We watched a bunch of recap shows on YouTube. Yeah, we just to, googled Lost recaps to and just kind of go through everything. Watched anything because there's just so much, and they were they were mentally exhausting and draining watching yeah. all of those. Yeah, no, definitely. So awesome. We've done two Survivor shows now, both with complicated other TV. Series. I know it'd be nice if we picked something easier yeah because between Game of Thrones and Lost there's just so much lore and characters going on it just becomes super confusing so but hey it was fun it got me back interested in Lost and I'm kind of reconsidering (laughs) rewatching it now actually because I haven't watched it in like six years so I'm totally down for it awesome so uh, as always at the end of this episode uh, you can go on Twitter and you can see a poll where you can vote for who you think would win a season of Survivor Desmond Hume versus um, Daniel Faraday totally forgot and uh, reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook. Um, we love hearing from our fans, and keep on listening. We have uh, a bunch of sl- we have a whole slate of episodes planned for the rest of September, October, and into November. Into November, kind of going on with some current event things happening, and uh, we hope everybody enjoys some cool, some interesting stuff coming up. That's it, Chris. Thanks so much for being on again today. You're welcome, Steve. Thank you. I can always count on you to do some great research and bring a good fight. Yes, I had help. I had a lot of help researching this one. Actually, we're talking about maybe getting some interns here to help us do our nice, research. Like a researcher, it would be yeah. very, very nice. Unless they give you false facts to sabotage your argument. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I could try to get your researcher to sabotage you. That works for me. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, as always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please always continue to participate. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Whoa! 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 Don't shoot. Then you best explain why you've been banging on my door for the last 20 minutes, brother. Desmond. You're the only person who can help us because, Desmond, the rules. The rules don't apply to you. You're special. You're uniquely and miraculously special. What are you talking about? My name is Daniel Faraday. And right now, me and everyone else you left behind, we're in serious danger. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.